The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What makes a successful entrepreneur? One who is constantly worried about the success of their business to the point where they don't have any time for themselves? Or one who keeps an eye on business but also makes time for the rest of their life? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with host Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn how to create an amazing, successful business and still have time for a life. Now, here's Shirley Dalton. Hello and welcome everyone. I'm Shirley Dalton and you're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. And as I was listening to our little introduction there where we were talking about how you can have a business and a life and reclaim your freedom, I just want to let you know that our special guest today is not feeling so great. In fact, he's making a superhuman effort to come in today and I really want to acknowledge that. And so he is a little bit concerned about his voice, but for me, I reckon it sounds sexy. <laughs> so I just want you to know when, you, when you're listening to him today, just think that he's done this for us. And the other thing that I want to bring to your attention so that then you can promptly forget it is that it's 7am in Australia, it's 1pm in USA and what that means for us here is that the airport is now open and our studio is situated right near the airport so you may hear a few planes go over, you may hear some birds chirping and you may hear uh, the neighbours to our studio as they get up and about. Now, we can be really grateful for that and I'm a great believer in the law of the universe and focusing on the things that we can be grateful for so we can get more of that. So today, I'm grateful and excited about today's show because I have the pleasure of introducing you to and talking with my executive producer for our radio show, Robert Cellino. Hey, Robert, I know how you are, but I want to say hey. (laughs) Hey, Shirley. Um, You know what, though? Not so bad. Thank you for asking. I know, I know. (laughs) Okay. So thanks everyone else, too, for tuning in. It's so good to have your company, and I really appreciate you being here. Today, we're going to be sharing some secrets about what goes on behind the scenes of our show, as well as what it takes to stand out as a guest speaker and what goes into producing a successful show. Now, you might be thinking, oh, that doesn't apply to me. I can't see myself being interviewed on radio or TV. And, of course, you know I'll challenge you on that. But more importantly, what we'll be sharing today directly affects you in terms of leading and managing teams and successfully managing projects. And Robert is a natural at both. He's also highly skilled and experienced. And, you know, my mission in life is to inspire, educate and support you to be, do, have and feel what you want. And my aim is to always give you something of value that you can take away and use immediately in your business and your life. And today is no exception. Now, I've learned so much from Robert in the past two months. It's been an incredible journey and I can't wait to share some of these lessons with you. But first, let me give you a little bit of Robert's background and save his voice a little bit. 
Robert currently produces over 20 and soon to be over 30 shows for the Voice America Network. He's responsible for identifying potential hosts, developing program concepts, training and supporting the hosts and developing community and teamwork amongst the hosts and with the various department teams that support the show's production. Now, this is really interesting. As a young child, Robert became hooked on radio and electronics when his grandfather introduced him to CB radio. And Robert spent his entire school vacation talking with other radio enthusiasts across America from within his grandfather's car. When his family moved to Germany as a teenager, Robert created his own radio network. (laughs) Now, innocently broadcasting illegally from his parents' apartment. From there, his career included immersing himself in the world of online marketing, web development, social media, and everything internet. And not surprisingly, on a personal level, he's also an aspiring ecopreneur, working on ecobabble.com, which is an internet gathering place for alternate eco-solutions, and we'll hear more about that a bit later on. So to start, Robert. For our listeners today, please tell us what it means to be an executive producer, not just for Voice America, but generally, and why you do what you do. Surely, thank you, by the way, for that um, that fun and phenomenal introduction, and get my voice warmed up here, and we can get rolling. So, um, we'll we'll start with Voice America, but as far as an executive producer's role, it's it's interesting because it varies from industry to industry. Uh, Television is different than movies, is different than radio, but they all have a similar aspect. Generally speaking, in the industry, an executive producer is actually the one who is in charge of all of the producers. So if you've ever seen an introduction to a movie, let's say you'll see several executive producers, assistants, assistant executive producers and producers. And the executive producer is really the person in that industry where they will find the talent, find the funds to make the show, and then, of course, the producers within that show will take those funds and put them in the right places to produce a movie or a television series. And in radio, it's similar, but um, executive producers work with producers and finding the talent, finding a great show, bringing it to the, the market, and then also then working within the sponsorship funds and media to bring the money to keep the show going if the show is successful. And here at Voice America, an executive producer is tasked with finding a show that they would love to produce and reaching out to that person or those people and bringing them on potentially um, to Voice America and seeing if they can produce a phenomenal radio show. And then all the other pieces and parts sort of apply to that. They support the host in all of their endeavors, training, also supporting their hosts in working with and finding potential sponsors as well for their radio shows. But the culture here is a little different because Voice America doesn't say, oh, I need you to go and find this show and it's going to go on this channel. Voice America says, you know, Robert, I'd like you to go out and find someone that's interesting to you and a show that you want to produce. So the culture is, you know, immersed in this piece. So I reach out to people that interest me and someone that I would love to work with, someone that really intrigues me when I read their bio. And then we talk about potentially doing radio. And then if we can get an acceptance on a proposal with the network, we then produce a show and then all of those other pieces and parts apply. Wow. 
So there's quite a lot there, isn't there? I mean, there's, um, gosh, project management, people management, um, making a connection with people, finding out about people, uh, um, also gut feeling too. And imagine for some of our entrepreneurs and business owners, you know, there's so much to running a business similar to being an executive producer and then, as you say, going out and getting the sponsorship and getting the funding. For business owners, it's like, well, getting the revenue. So how how did you put all of this together? You know, how, how do you sort of package this all up and think, you know, it just, it becomes second nature to you. <laughs> Very true. Well, first and foremost, um, I love what I do. So it, it makes it a lot easier. So I, I tend to take things in, in different levels, right? So I do have um, a nice curriculum that I've put together for myself and I follow as a loose guideline because every single person is different, right? We're all individuals. So I like to work with each person in certain areas more than others as we talk and discuss with each other what you know your business plan is, what your needs are as far as what the show should produce for you and what you see. Then I build a secondary script to that. But I've always found that I like to start with, with anything that I don't want to do first. <laughs> and, <laughs> because that's the one thing that you'll put off till the end that's really necessary in the first place. So if I start there and then work my way backwards from that to the next thing and the next thing, things tend to progress a lot more uh, expediently than trying to start at the fun stuff and then working your way to the to the less fun stuff. So I, I tend to run my, my work in business that way. And that reminds me of Brian Tracy's book that I read one time on time management about eat that frog. And uh, what you're saying is do the, do the hardest thing first or the thing that you like least. And again, as you say, it's usually the most important. And, you know, that's so true right across the board in business, in uh, just in everything, even, even in the housework. I mean, who wants to do that? I know I struggled with that over Easter and it was like, oh, yeah, okay. So, yeah, I've been really blessed to have been assigned to your team and I'm so grateful for that. And with your guidance and training and feedback and remember, for our listeners, feedback is the breakfast of champions. So in less than 13 weeks, our show has the highest average listening length. And for me, this is incredible because prior to joining Voice America, I'd not hosted a radio show or podcast before. So there's a big testament to Robert's ability to train and induct. And we'll talk about that in a minute. And also a big thank you to our listeners. You know, I'm so grateful to you for joining us and staying with us for the entire program, either live or on demand and on iTunes. So how would you like to know a few more secrets, find out a little bit more about what goes on behind the scenes and then apply some of what Robert's taught me to you and your business? And Robert, we talked about um, how you reach out for hosts and you look for people that would interest you. So can you be a little bit more specific there about what do you look for when you're choosing your hosts? You know, what is of interest to you? Oh, absolutely. Sure. I'd love to. Um, I also want to thank our research department here too and um, give them a little shout out because without them, I mean, it would be a whole different ball game to say the least because I, I give them a very limited selection of things that I would like uh, to, to look for. And they scour the internet, they're digital bloodhounds um, on a lot of respects. And they bring me a lot of people that seem like they would be interesting to me and then I get to read through all of these bios. And what I do is I really pay attention. I read through these bios and I look for that that person that when I'm reading their bio, I get moved on a level. And you know I have a lot of things that I 
I really believe in and really resonate with me. And when, when I get moved by it, and I mean, you know, emotionally, you know, as well as, you know, mentally moved by it, I put those into a, a pile, if you will, a, you know, virtual pile because it's all digital anyway, but put these over in a different side of my desktop per se. And then I read through them again and I find the one person that's moved me the most out of all of that particular criteria. And that's when I, I do an outreach and we just have a conversation and, um, talk about the potential of, of doing radio. That's, that's one of the things and that's, that's the way that I like to do that. So I really have to be moved both mentally and emotionally by, by a person to do this. But I want to say something about how you came to be <laughs> a person that I'm so fortunate to work with because I'll say there's a blessing there too. Because you came to me in a, in a different way. You were, you were someone that somebody that I've been working with for a couple of years now thought would resonate with me. And the amazing thing was that she was right. <laughs> I, I didn't, <laughs> this has been a great journey and I've really, really enjoyed our working relationship. I mean, you're phenomenal in what you do and you've come such a long way in such a, a quick amount of time. And also the average listening time. I mean, really that's, that's a huge kudos to you because you're engaging people in a way that keeps them listening through that that show longer than anybody else that I currently work with out of those 20 plus hosts. So you are you are top of the list there. So congratulations on that. Uh, thank you, Robert. Thank you. And <laughs> you take take kudos for that because it's your training. You know, all I do is implement what you tell me. You say, go and do this. And I go, okay, I'll go and do that. <laughs> and uh and I was just thinking then when you were saying about reading people's bios and the digital bloodhounds, and I love that because we're going to talk a little bit later on about why it's so important um, for people to be out there because of this digital age and the marketing online and really important for people to be out and be seen. And here's an, a direct example of what it means to have your bio there and to be able to connect with people. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that when we come back. And Robert's also going to talk about his induction and training program, and you can apply this to your business. So we'll take a short break, have a think about your own training and induction process and see if it lines up when we come back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. 
Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. We're back. And, you know, you're in on it today. You're listening to an interview with Robert Cellino, which is my executive producer for Voice America. And not only are you finding out the secrets of what goes on behind the radio show, but I really want you to get and model what Voice America do and what Robert does in particular because that is so transferable to business and to life. And what we're going to talk about now is a little bit about the induction and training process for hosts. Uh, Robert, do you have a set training program or agenda or is it something that evolves? Well, you know, great question too, because we do have a set training schedule and a set agenda along the, the journey to launching a show, but it always evolves with, with or evolves, I should say, with every other host because everyone is an individual. So some people can take a lot more in the beginning. Some people need um, a metered approach. And that that's all about the understanding that comes uh, within those conversations with an executive producer and a host. So we try not to dump the wheelbarrow out on somebody right out of the gate and expect you to you know sink or swim. So we, we have a very metered program, but it can be metered quicker or, or slower. And it all starts with um, a, a proposal to network because every host gets to write a proposal and so does each producer with each person they'd like to bring on. So we have to write a part of it as well. And that's presented to our network. And the network really takes a look at it because we only have 60 time slots per channel and we want the best of the best because we want people to love listening to our network. So there's a vetting process there. Once we get an okay from the network, we would go forward and then go into an eight-week build-out period. And during that eight weeks, we have a very set and metered piece that comes from our director of host services, Mr. Jeff Kirstel. And each executive producer will reach out to that, that host and go over that package. And then we'll go through time frames and timing and then start putting the show together. It's everything from picking out your music to picking out images. We build and brand every show around the individual. So we want it to resonate with them specifically. And the beauty is, is that we do all the heavy lifting, right? You put your input in, you put your creativity, you put your, you know, your creative soul, if you will, into what you want us to produce. And then we do all of the production. We write the commercials. We do all the pieces and parts that most people don't know how to do in the beginning and then bring you through all the way to an eight-week completion. Along that way, I, or an executive producer, works with that host on best practices, nuances. I'm sure you remember when you got your microphone, Shirley, we did some test runs and we <laughs> we went through openings and closing and intros and outros over and over again until everything felt comfortable. 
Oh yes, and and I remember even before we we um, started into that eight week induction, the very first thing you said was go out and get this type of microphone, and then um, put it on a yoga block. And I, honestly, if anybody could see me, I'm sitting here with this <laughs> microphone. That sort of, it, for me, it feels like it takes up the entire room, and I had to get comfortable with that. But you know, I mean, you were there all the way through it. It was fantastic. But I don't want to interrupt there because you know this is really interesting. Well, thanks. No, it's true, though. It's really fun because that's all part of the process, right? So introducing yourself to the equipment, getting getting really used to the gear, um, getting used to um, how we cue you in and out of breaks, bringing, bringing you into those pieces along the way. And then also, I mean, if you haven't really started to delve into social media, we start to bring you forward into social media on a lot of levels, whether it's you know a shallow level because you've already done this and we tell you best practices that we know or really started getting you started in that and bringing it all forward. So we do a really inclusive package, you know, how to market, how to brand, how to use radio, how to leverage radio in the way that you want to leverage it. I want to understand from every single person that I work with what they want to do with their show. We build a little mini business plan around it and then we start to put pieces and parts into place and really bring you forward and help you, you know, achieve those goals or accomplish as much of those as we, we can. And then, of course, once we have a few shows under our belt, you start to receive some metrics and then we go over those metrics and we understand the metrics and what the patterns mean, what this means, you know, what are the top 10 shows, what are we doing on live, what are we doing on on demand, what do these listens mean? And then we sort of look at all of this and the show starts to take on its own life at one point and we go forward and really sculpt it. But everything is a sculpting process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, really interesting to to me when I make the comparison, you know, because I work with so many small business owners and I look at what we have done with me coming on board with Voice America and I was just so impressed, so impressed with the helpfulness, so impressed with the support and also the organisation. And when I say the organisation, I mean your policies and procedures. It was like here's, it was almost... Um, like clockwork here's email one and here's this information and here's email two and here's this information and then I think there was a 35 page procedures manual and when I first looked at it I thought oh god (laughs) and and don't most of our staff members do that when they we hand them their policies and procedures and people groan but I tell you I, I could almost quote you word for word what's in that manual now because I've been back to it so many times oh what did they say about this what was it about that and then from there, I even crafted my own little uh, guest pack so that my guests could understand what was happening and how they would be introduced. And as you say about queuing it in, and I can tell you the very first time we went live with our radio show, I was so nervous because you've got all of this technical stuff that you've got to manage, plus be present, plus have your questions, plus, 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 plus. But the thing that I really want people to get here is that the better organised you are and the better process you have and the better training you give people, then the better your people are going to perform because you're making it easy for them to perform. And as Robert said, if you, you don't give them the wheelbarrow and just dump it in front of them because it's just too overwhelming. So I really want you to think about your own processes here and go, wow, you know, if we had a new person starting today, what would their experience be like? 
Have we got our systems and processes in place? Are we organised? Do we have the team members for this and the team members for that and support? And uh, thinking back to a couple of our interviews that we've already held when we had Sandra Bravo and she was telling us about the 30-day email for the very first time when a, a person joins their organisation that they would write consistently every day for 30 days an email to the entire team talking about their learnings, talking about their challenges and asking any questions and that keeps everybody involved. And for me it was a similar thing with Voice America. You know, I knew that I had somebody there that I could go to for help at any time with any questions and so for me it's just been amazing now, you can go out and do this on your own. You can set up your own podcast and that. But I can tell you when you've got an enormous organization and support behind you, it just makes it so much easier to be a star, you know, and not that, I, not that I'm this huge star, but I feel like a star, you know. Um, just even down to our technical support today in running the show, I don't need to be too concerned about it because I know that they've got my back. And I know I've gone on and on there, but I just, I am so, so impressed and it is so, so important. And the other thing, Robert, that I wanted to mention is that when you were talking about making up a little mini business plan for people and because all of the hosts are different and they all have a different outcome that they want, then I want, again, people to think about that in terms of your people, your staff. What are the outcomes that they want and then how can you develop the job around that that it actually gives them the outcomes that they want? And I'll give you a quick example. We have a, a new assistant starting with us next week. And one of the questions that I ask people, and I do a lot of interviewing for a lot of my clients as well when we're testing them for recruitment, and I ask them, what's your vision for your life? Which, you know, if you think about it in business, is a little mini business plan. What are the outcomes that you want? What are you working for? What do you want to achieve? And she said, well, we haven't traveled much. And one of the things that I really want to do is to be able to take my children on trips around the world. I think she said she's got an Italian heritage, much like you, Robert, and, and it's important to her. So knowing that, then I can make sure that when she performs and she succeeds in the role and everything that we do is going to help her to achieve her goal. And so, you know, it's not just that we put people on or in your case, you just get a, a radio host and go, well, okay, let's give them a 13-week pi um, pilot and see how they go. And yeah, if, if you go well, well, good for you. And if not, oh, well, sorry, we've got another one. I mean, it just doesn't work like that, does it? No. <laughs> It doesn't. Hmm. And the last thing that I want to touch on before we um, take a break for a, a quick minute or two is you mentioned about the metrics. And again, this is so important. And for me, it was I was able to produce a goal from that because you were able to tell me uh, what the benchmark is for people and then what people are achieving. And I thought, well, I want to do that. In fact, I want to do better than that. And so then that motivated me to be able to take on what you were teaching and implement that. And so I know now what I'm going for. And the metrics here is the size of the listenership and the length of um, listening 
for people. So we want you to stay on. We want to be engaging. We want to make sure that you're getting value out of this. And so think about that again with your own business. What are the metrics as in the key performance indicators and key behavior indicators for your people? How are they being measured and how does that fit in and does that motivate them? Oh, look, I'm loving it. There's so, so many points here from sharing some of our little secrets. And Robert, we've got about a minute or so before we go to break. So is there any little secret that I wouldn't mind you sharing? Okay, a quick secret. Well, I think that um, really knowing, first of all, you know, what you want to bring to either the table or to the show, I mean, what your goal is, right? What do you want to accomplish? And then setting those metrics around your actual wants or desires as far as your accomplishments go. So coming in with a firm idea of what your goal is, is highly important. And also, um, in a quick 10 seconds here, when you step in, step in all the way. Don't put one foot in and one foot out, I'll try it or I'll maybe it'll work. Go in and be all in. That is a, a secret that um, that everybody should know. Just be all in when you make that decision. Oh, I love that. And listeners, we're going to take a short break, but when you come back, I'm going to give you a little exercise that's just prompted my memory on using the word try. So when you come back, bring a pen or a pencil or something with you. I'm going to give you a great little exercise because it's about stepping all the way in, not half in and half out. So we're going to be right right back. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton, and we're talking today with my executive producer, Robert Cellino. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. If you're interested in gaining strategies to be more successful both at work and your personal life, check out Turn the Page with host Hemda Mizrahi. It's all about building new habits and perspectives. The show helps you identify the changes you need to make that align with your values and priorities. And then apply these principles to your career, health, social life, and other areas. These are proven techniques that work. Turn the Page airs live Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. 
Wow, I'm just so excited sharing Robert with you today. I'm Shirley Dalton. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. And just before the break, I mentioned that I would give you a little activity on the word try. And we were talking about when you commit to something, you want to commit all in, not half in. So did you get yourself a, a biro or a pencil or just a little stick of something that you can put in your hand? And what I want you to do is to pick it up in your hand and put put it between your thumb and your pointer finger on your palm and then turn it over and make a fist over it so that you're you're holding it and it's it's uh, pointing from left to right or right to left it doesn't matter but it's horizontal and parallel with the floor and your fist is over the top of it and holding it now I want you to really squeeze that Um, pen or writing material, whatever you've got there, squeeze it, squeeze it, squeeze it really hard until your knuckles go white. Now, I'm imagining that I can see you and you're pulling a big face and just keep squeezing that and squeezing it and holding on to that really, really tightly. And now listening carefully to what I say, and that is to try and drop it. Now, how many of you actually dropped the pen? Because what I said was try and drop it. And so if you listen to that, you can't actually drop it. Okay, so drop it. If you haven't dropped it already, drop it now. You, You have the command. And that's the thing. When we try to do something, we it actually doesn't do anything. Try is a noisy way of doing nothing or it's looking for approval for something that you have no intention of doing. So if somebody says to you, I'll try and be there on time, don't expect them on time. They've just told you that they're not going to get you there. And so I love that. So thanks, Robert, for sharing with us that really key point about if you're in, you're all in and and not trying it for a certain amount of time. Because if you do, and we talked about this the other day, if you have plan B, then plan A generally doesn't work out. So thanks, Robert. So Robert, we were talking um, before about the training program and agenda. What have you found that most new hosts need to learn and practice and what makes a great show host? Excellent. And I I didn't drop my pen because I tried and I didn't. (laughs) It didn't work. (laughs) But but when you gave the command, it did drop. So that's good. Um, But I agree. And, um, you know, the thing that I find that most new hosts need, um, really there's two things. But one is, is understanding how to find their voice in radio, you know, how to find their sweet spot, how to find their radio voice, if you will. But also, you know, how to really project and to drop a lot of the vernacular that we use in a regular conversation and start to really gear themselves toward a radio conversation. So the ifs, ands, buts, ums, mm, all these noises that you're hearing me make, you know, getting those out of the vocabulary, but also really getting used to the gear and really, really finding you know, where it is that they sound great. And then also understanding that they do sound great and really having that confidence because Radio becomes a part of your DNA or it doesn't become part of your DNA. You, you, you don't just show up to do your show 
and then go on and, you know, your radio show hat goes back in the closet after your hour and then, you know, again, comes back out of the closet and goes on your head a week later. It's always on. As a matter of fact, it's not even a hat. It's, it becomes a part of you and it becomes a confidence. And I think that that's what most hosts struggle with in the beginning. But once they find that confidence and that radio becomes a part of their DNA, that's when they come to the table with the confidence. That's when they do an interview that's riveting. That's when they have this conversation with someone that's so engaging and intimate that everybody listening just can't stop listening. It's, it's, it's like they can't pull themselves away from this juicy conversation that they're eavesdropping in on and they just don't want to walk away. That's, that's probably the biggest nuance that most people struggle with at first. But once they find it, it's like, boom. Boom. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, and that is something that I've worked on too, is um, developing my confidence. And uh, some of the advice that you've been giving me is really about promoting myself as a radio host. And I think, oh, yeah, yeah, I am too. And and exactly what you're saying there, uh, it is becoming part of me and I do mention it now. And again, for our listeners, that's something that you, you really need to be telling people about what you do and, and why you do it because otherwise people don't know. So, Robert, for our guests, what's your advice for them? How can they ensure that they are captivating and stand out? Well, I would say that the, the best thing I can impart here is this. First and foremost, really be doing something that you love doing um, that, that just oozes from you, right, from, from your soul, from, from everywhere. Find that in the first place. But to be captivating and confident, I mean, really and truly, you know, internalize what it is that you do and know what you do. I mean, don't come in and sort of know what you do. If you're, if you're not speaking from the truth, from what you really know internally, it's hard to be captivating. It's hard to be confident because always in the back of your mind, you're thinking, well, I'm not really this. I mean, I'm doing the best I can at this or I've done the best I could at this. But if you take it, internalize it and you believe in it and you make it a part of your soul, a part of your DNA, You'll be captivating no matter what, because if you're loving what you're doing and you believe in what you do, you're going to come across in that honest and sincere way. And when and people can tell the difference immediately, whether you have a real passion and sincerity behind what you do or whether you're doing it because you thought or think it's a good idea and you're not necessarily believing in it, but it's a good thing. So I'm sure I can make it work. <laughs> I would, that doesn't work out very well. And that's interesting because you didn't give any technical advice there about making um, what makes a great show host, um, a guest. And what you were saying then is this, this inner thing that comes from a guest. So being passionate and uh, loving what they do and knowing what they do. And that's really interesting because that comes across in, in everything, doesn't it? You know, in, when we're dealing with our clients, when we're looking for business, um, and here it is being a great guest on a show is not about the technicalities. It's about who you are and how you show up. Excuse me, I think I've got your little, your voice. I'm just going to oh, mute no. for a second. And I'll even jump in a little bit on that too because, you know, if you're passionate about what you're talking about, people are going to gravitate toward that. But also being a really good guest on a radio show is understanding that it is something that is of value. If you understand the value in the guest space on a radio spot, 
you'll realize that this is an opportunity to bring your best foot forward, which is that passion and space, to showcase yourself and to really shine. And a really good host is going to bring that shine out of you on there. And what they really want to do is showcase you. So don't ever be a radio show guest or a TV show guest and not put yourself out there. Don't step in in a timid way and say, well, if it turns out okay, I'll promote this. But if it doesn't, I'll just pretend it never happened. <laughs> right? I mean, assume that it's going to be great. Promote the heck out of it and show up and shine like crazy and you will gain so much from a radio show interview. You will be able to promote yourself. You'll be able to use it as a piece that can promote your business and it becomes a part of your portfolio. It goes into your website underneath your media section. You want people to find that because when they're vetting you for whatever it is that you do and they see you've done interviews and they listen to them and they hear the true passion, that part we were talking about earlier, that that piece that oozes from you that, that sucks people in, they're going to say, I'm working with that person, not this other person, because they can see into you and hear what you truly believe and they're going to want to work with you. Like begets like. Oh, and that is so true. And if you're listening to Robert, you know that he is so passionate about radio. I mean, he's you've been doing this since you were a child. You, it's part of you, part of your DNA. And so it really fits that you're now working with Voice America and that comes through all of the time. And I think that's also what why you're so good at it too. Um, and it's interesting what you said about promoting it. I actually opened my emails this morning and there was a contact one from our website and the lady said that she was doing some research on one of our guests and then came across me, went to my website and then said, oh, it's so great to see another Aussie uh, out there with the, um, you know, the laws of the universe. And I thought, wow, isn't this interesting that you know, they're looking for a guest of mine and then I pop up. So again, I, you know, I mentioned earlier to some of our listeners that they may not think that they'd ever, ever be interviewed on radio or TV. And, and of course, you know who I am. I want to challenge that because internet radio and TV is growing at a rapid rate. And with YouTube and Facebook, marketing and advertising online is now becoming the norm. And if we want to be seen as the expert or the authority in our field, we really need to be found online. So do you have any more thoughts on that, Robert? Oh, yes. So <laughs> thank you, Shirley. And by the way, yes, <laughs> you. I'm going to give you that radio star right now for sure. I just want to put that out there. I mean, you are you are a, a really wonderfully talented radio talk show host and you do a great interview. Uh, not just mine, of course, but, you know, that's nice, too. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but everybody else's as well. So looking at the Internet and putting yourself out there, um, the interesting thing is, is that radio in itself, right, whether it's whether it's online or whether it's uh, terrestrial uh, over the airways, has nearly an 80% market share and, and has been growing over the last 15 to 20 years. Uh, it hasn't been declining. I mean, sometimes it's growing a little bit slower than others, but it's an increasing market. So radio is like a friend. People can take it with them. They can listen anywhere. They don't have to engage with viewership. They don't have to look at it and be distracted. They take it with them like it's a good old lifelong friend and they listen to those shows that they love. That's why it's always increasing in market share and especially now with the internet. Um, we've been doing this 16 years at Voice America you know, since 1990. So we were one of the pioneers. I'd like to say we were the pioneer, but we were one of the pioneers. And I think we're one of the only ones that's still around for the last 16 years. And um, so we've understood this for quite a while. But 
internet radio is something people can take with them anywhere in the world. It doesn't matter where they are because they can tune into their favorite show or their favorite host from, you know, China, from Australia, from, you know, the U.S., from Canada, right? Anywhere they can listen to their favorite person. So this travels with them even further than regular radio could ever in the past. And as far as television, television itself is you know, a, a great market in the standard base, but with YouTube and online TV, that's a growth market as well. And the interesting thing is, is that terrestrial television is actually not in a huge growth pattern, which I find, you know, interesting, although still a great space if uh, it's the Super Bowl or some main event to have an advertisement. I mean, you definitely reach a lot of people, but people are gravitating toward the internet again for their television as well, because they, again, can take it in, anywhere with them and look at it anywhere in the world. So having a presence in internet television is huge. I mean, if you want the site sound in motion, this is where you want to be. If you want a growth market that has an 80% or nearly 80% market share and still growing and it's a good friend that goes anywhere, radio is where you have to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And again, it was through my uh, association with you and Voice America that we've also got uh, on voiceamerica.tv now, Empowered Business TV as a TV show, but I also know that a lot of our, our clients and listeners like the radio and the podcast because they can actually, as you say, take it with them. They can listen to it in the car. They don't have to sit and watch it. Okay. So I hope you've been finding out lots of behind the scenes things here. We're going to take a short break. We'll be with you shortly. And when we come back, Robert's also going to share with you some critical points for listeners about managing complex projects or events. Stay with us. We'll be right back. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network shirley dalton's guide five simple steps to business freedom is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives you can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com you'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back the secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. 
Hello and welcome back. I'm Shirley Dalton and we've been talking with my executive producer today, Robert Cellino. And I can't believe how quickly today has gone. It's, it's just been amazing. So I mentioned before we went to the break that we would come back and Robert's going to give us a couple of tips on managing critical or give us some critical points for managing complex projects or events. And if you think about the radio, we've got uh, getting hosts on board, we're training the hosts, getting them to be with their equipment, um, being live, like you don't get a second chance at this. <laughs> if we muck it up, it's everybody knows it and <laughs> there's no hiding. Uh, promoting, I mean, it, it's it's like managing a huge business. It's, it's managing this huge complex project or this event. So just a tip or two on how you do that, how you manage that and stay sane, Robert. <laughs> That's great. Well, we look at it from a lot of different angles here, but the beauty is is that we have, I'll liken this to a big symphony, right? This is an orchestra and it's a well-orchestrated, you know, piece, if you will. And we've been really understanding the tune for a long time, but we have several conductors of several different orchestras here. You know, we have our host services uh, director, Mr. Jeff Kerstel, who actually manages that symphony of first, second, third, fourth, fifth things that need to happen in specific order to get the show to its eight-week completion. And he is the one that manages all of that. So knowing your process is key to managing the symphony. So you have to know your piece of music or your company or your business or your goal. And then you have to know how each piece plays into the other. So you know, Jeff is the first part of the symphony, right? And he brings all those pieces in and, and brings a host to that spot where it's that eight-week completion. We have our uh, vice president of operations, Mr. Ryan Treasure, who orchestrates that amazing piece that you were talking about. He okay. makes sure that his people run on time, his, his engineers start shows on time. He makes sure that they have people in and out of their, their breaks on time because, as you said, live element is an electric sort of a, a ever-flowing piece. And then you're right, if you don't do it right, it's not right live. Um, the beauty is that we can always correct and post, but it's nice to get it right the first time. So really understanding and knowing the flow of your business and really keeping that on track is critical for managing complex projects. Um, if you're not knowing these things, it, it all just becomes a big blur. Mm. And how do you manage it when it goes pear-shaped? <laughs> well, when it goes pear-shaped... The beauty is, is that we we manage it on this side and bring everything back to center or to square or to round, if you will. Um, if something is going awry, we have all these pieces and parts, you know, contingency plans in place. So let's say a show goes awry and all of a sudden we lose a connection. We have a specific contingency plan in place to reconnect to the host, to, to the guest, and bring everything back to center again. The beauty is, is that the hosts and the guests don't have to worry about those parts because we are committed to taking care of that and making sure it all goes forward. So all of our plans and contingency plans are in place and we have a set order of things that we do them in. Oh, I love that. And I'm just grinning to myself here thinking, wow, I wonder how many business owners have a contingency plan for the, for their work and their customers. Because <laughs> I, I know you were telling me one of your hosts in the very first show, everything just went kaput and, uh, yeah, scrambled and within a couple of minutes it was all up and working. So fantastic. Um Okay, so um, I'm just looking uh, at it, at my notes here. Um, 
we mentioned earlier in our introduction that you're an aspiring ecopreneur. Can you tell us more about that and this thing called ecobabble.com? Absolutely. Thanks, Shirley. Um, Basically, and I'll make this brief, it's been a project I've been doing forever. Um, My wife and I are very, very, you know, concerned about our footprint on the world. And we really, really do our best to keep it as clean as humanly possible. You know, all everything from even if we know we're going to be idling a car for too long, we'll make sure that we shut it off and do something different because we really don't want to be putting things out there that don't need to be like, we avoid drive throughs mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we won't go to the restaurant and drive through because it creates a much bigger footprint on the planet than it does that. We'd rather park and go inside if we decide to do something like that. So Ecobabble is a, a curated space that I put together uh, several years ago that has a lot of the things I'm most passionate about in the ecosphere, if you will. And my goal eventually, um, in the next 24 months actually, is to, um, to travel. And this will all be television, maybe some radio. But my goal, my wife and I, we were going to basically take a road trip and interview every single person that's making huge strides in ecology and making this earth a cleaner, more vibrant environment so that it lasts a lot longer than it might if we don't. And I want to showcase the people that are brilliant in these pieces because that's a passion of mine. And I live it, eat, sleep, and drink and breathe it. And I really want to showcase these people because they don't really get a lot of a lot of airplane, I think it's highly important that people understand all these really great things that we can do. Wow, that's so cool. And I didn't know that about you. So, And here's another thing. When you tell people, then people will generally, if they can, help you. So, I, yeah, I, I do hope that you'll get to Australia and because <laughs> I'm sure we've got a lot of ecologists out here as well. Um, that wow, that sounds me. like a really cool idea to, to travel you. and to interview people. Fantastic. Yeah. And um, you also have a gift for our listeners as well. And this is a, a super duper gift. So would you like to tell us about that? And then I'll tell people where they can get it. Oh, absolutely. So um, for the, the lovely fact that Shirley interviewed me today, which is an honor, by the way, and I thank you for sharing your time with me. I know this is your show. We work together in the background, but thank you so much for showcasing this in this experience. I would like to anybody that would like to reach out to me. Um, and mentioned that you heard this on Shirley's show. I will give you 30 minutes of whatever you want to pick my brain about, whether you know it's in the radio world, the television world, or you know social media. You have me for 30 minutes of anything that you would like to ask me. Wow. That, that is priceless. Uh, to be able to pick Robert's brain and ask him any questions, now please do. And all you need to do is to go to shirleysradiogifts.com, put in your name and email address, and then you'll be taken to Robert's link and you can book that in with Robert. And I highly recommend you do that because Robert is an incredible person. He has so much experience and he's very, very smart. <laughs> so if you ask him a question and he gives you an answer, I'll tell you, you go implement it, you do it. 
Well, today, uh, you know, it's been a real thrill for me um, being able to introduce you to my executive producer and I, and I feel quite privileged, you know, it's like my executive producer here and, and to share some of these little things that go on behind the scenes because it's, as you say, it's not a case of just turning up and saying, oh, here we are, hey, let's have an hour together. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes to bring these shows and I want people to think about that now in terms of your own business and the team that you work with. We've discussed so much today, leadership lessons from an executive producer, looking at um, identifying your talent and what it is that you're looking for. And then whether you've got training and induction processes in place to make it easy for your people to shine, whether you've got the support. And you know, we mentioned earlier about Jeff and Ryan and, and how they orchestrate their own symphonies and you know how do you have that within your own business um, and then managing complex projects and events and then finding out about Robert's goal and that is to interview the people that are making a difference on the planet and then how we can help him to do that in order to grow what we want so Robert thank you again it's it's been my pleasure to interview you and I trust that our listeners have gained a great deal out of it so thank you so much Oh you're so welcome Shirley and thank you <laughs> This has been great I've had a great time well, great. And thank you. You're one of these people who show up whether you're sick or healthy. <laughs> so off to bed for you now. And thanks, everybody, for joining us. I really appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, relax just a bit and have a great week. Enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll see you here for the next show.